tons of stuff going on today and uh it's all, it's not all bad but it's also not really very good you know so i gotta start at the bottom we've got um there's a report on the syrian gas attack saying that um the israelis had uh, did an airstrike on a military base i don't know if that's true or not i don't know i haven't heard whether it's true or not president trump and then this is coming we're looking at um so we're looking at gateway pundit president trump hits globalists hard with uh, latest tweet on stupid trade deals <laughs> so yeah I mean, look, we've been talking about these globalists for quite some time, and I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest. Like, these are not smart people. What? What did you guys do? What did you guys do? Like, I, I, I really feel for you. I mean, I feel sorry for you. Cause, like, you can see, you guys are like all stuck in this little rat race. Like, oh yeah. Blah, blah. I'm going to be the powerful one. And, and nope, it's my turn, Hillary. FBI to produce additional documents to congressional investigators on Hillary email probe. You can't probe my emails if I deleted them. This gal goes on a world tour, writes a, uh, a book called What Happened, and in the book she blames everyone in the world. <laughs> what a dummy. What a dummy. Now, it makes perfect sense. Okay, so this is actually a good a good subject to get into right now. It makes perfect sense. And I said this before, and I've said this in other podcasts. Uh, everything, her reaction to this whole thing is not a reaction of, shoot, um, I didn't get the votes and uh, they, I wasn't elected. Okay, that's not her reaction here. Her reaction is, crap, uh, I was supposed to win. And... I know I've been going on and on about this, and it's not really, it's not a secret. It's not like, you know, it's not like somebody's going to go, hey, you guys got to shut that guy down. He's talking about the secret. It isn't a secret. It's not, it's not really a secret. You know what I mean? Everyone has a tell. Everyone has a tell. Sometimes boxers blink their eyes right before they, you know, they flinch their eyes a little bit right before they throw a punch. You know, poker players pick their nose or something, you know, whatever. But everybody's got a tell. These guys have a tell. And the tell is they uh, went really hardcore on the whole idea that, well, you know, the Trump campaign better accept the results. You know what I mean? They better, they better accept the results because, you know, it's, everything's on the up and up, you know? And they're like nodding their head like, uh-huh, like, yep, you better accept it. And so I think what's funny too is that Soros comes out and his prediction was the complete opposite of what happened. Did anybody catch that? George Soros, he's like, oh, well, you know, Trump will win the popular vote, but he won't get the electoral. And then what happened? Flips it. He flipped that prediction. So like everything these guys said was that was going to happen was wrong. But, but that's the thing. So I talked about this before with Barack Obama in 2012. He's talking about how the votes are going to be coming in. You know what I mean? Like the, the to, to a certain extent, you can kind of predict that just because of the geography and and where the parties are uh, have a majority, and so you can kind of count some of that, you know. But like, 
this last election with 2016, nobody could have predicted that. I mean, nobody should have been able to predict that. You know what I mean? So these guys, they're caught and they know they're caught, see, and they can't complain about it because if they complain about it, and so they're tiptoeing around it like, well, you know, <laughs> we can't come right out and say, but we got to get rid of Trump. That's what they say. That's what these people are. They're kooks, man. They're kooks. They got no business being there. They got no business being there. Well, and this is the thing that I don't understand. I don't get this, man. Like all these other countries in the world, these are, they've grown by leaps and bounds. Okay. Their populations have grown. Their, their wealth has grown. They've been, you know, building cities, modernizing, you know, and there was a lot for a long time. There was a fight against this, you know, progressing towards this modernity that they had lacked in the Middle East and in, and in Africa and so on. And, and so, but here you have these people that just have exorbitant amounts of money. They are like super rich. Okay. They have large amounts of resources. It's mostly oil. It's mostly oil, but they're also strategic. You know what I mean? And they have partners and they have, you know, very strategic um, allies and those agreements and, and things are, are very important, very important. So they're powerful, right? So, so what gives they're, these people are just like, oh, here's $25 million, Hillary, for no reason, for no reason. And the only thing that I can think of was that they went and told them, hey, look, it's going to, we can do that for you. We can back you up there, but uh, you're going to have to grease the palm. So it's a play to, pay to play. It's a pay to play. That in and of itself should be front page news. That we've got all this pay to play. So, and then the other day I saw a photo of Obama sitting down with all the tech giant people, Google and YouTube and Facebook. They were all sitting at the same table. <laughs> what do you tell them? What, what was he, what was the big, well, you guys better play ball or what, or what? Cause, it, cause they all, it looks like they're all going down with the ship. See, that's what it looks like. It looks like they're all going down with the ship. More on that at some other point, but I'm telling you, these people really, uh, that's a screwball stuff going on because, and, and, and they've had screwball stuff going on. But the fact that uh, a rich prince, maybe it's Saudi Arabia, maybe it's somewhere else, another one of the smaller Emirates or whatever, but he's just going to part with $25 million. Here, Hillary, here you go. Here's some money for nothing. Just boom, here. Yeah, we want to be, we want to be at the table. We want to have a, we got issues we want you guys to back us up on. And we're willing to pay you directly. Not directly, but indirectly, but also directly. Because where'd all that money go? Where'd the money go? Where'd the money, they, they spent all of their money. Billion dollars or whatever they spent. A billion dollars? A billion dollars? I could see how you would be upset that they spent, all of these globalist people spent over a billion dollars. And Hillary's not president. But their money went directly to their media friends and their relations. There's a whole bunch of families that are related that are, it's a disease. It's a disease. They, they, it was them setting up a scheme to move money around to get whatever it is that they needed to get. Boy, that's an old and tired game, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like they, the money never actually leaves their system. That's why everybody's on board. Whether you know, because if it goes out today, it'll come back around in another way. And is this like junior high? Is this high school? You know what I mean? These are high. This is. I hate to. I hate to 
snatch one of Obama's catchphrases, but that's JV, man. That's JV. And that creates a winners and losers atmosphere. And for all of their talk of it, well, this is, you know, for all of their talk of their socialist fairness and their communistic values and all this other garbage about everything being fair and equal, there's nothing equal about that. <laughs> there is nothing equal about it. That was them trying to overthrow all of these governments, firmly established that <laughs> this is a dumb thing. These people, this is how dumb they are. It took thousands of years to figure out, to, to you know, wars for thousands of years uh, to, to determine these borders and determine how these governments are going to be constituted. I mean, so, and these, so these people are just like, well, we're going to start a business. <laughs> I'm going to start an organization and you dump money into it. And I'm going to, uh, everything, I'm, I'm going to buy my paper from this guy who's a liberal donor. I'm going to buy my toilet paper from this guy. And, um, yeah, all my office supplies are coming from Office Max or whoever. It doesn't matter. I just threw that name out there. But they get their office supplies from, like, they have their own hand-picked people. Oh, man. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that for individuals or even corporations do a lot, do stuff like that. These people are in politics, though. They're, these are, this is political. This is them. So it's one of my pet peeves is these people get elected and they're beholden to the party, not the, not the people of the United States. Same thing in Canada. They get elected and now they're beholden to the party and everything's split along party lines. You're, you're not a citizen of a party. You're not a citizen of a party. You're a citizen of the country. Okay. And you've taken some of these ideas and you've run way too far with them. Okay. You've run way too far with them. They've been tried in other places and they fail. Always. They always fail. They always will fail. And like, yeah, it's just astounding. Old wrinkly bags of bones, these people. All curmudgeon and all, we're going to, well, I'm going to manipulate the markets and do the thing. We're going to, you know, and they come to find out and it's looking more and more like this. These people were like, you know, part of the problem. I mean, they were like, you know, committing terrorist acts. And it's like all hush-hush at the moment, but I'm guaranteeing you that that's what's going to come out is that these people actually shot some of their own people. It's incredible. It's incredible, really, that, that the dumbest, like, I have zero respect for these people. These are like the absolute bottom feeder. Bill Clinton, he, he says Barack Obama should have been getting him coffee. He's the coffee boy. <laughs> yeah, you know, Bill Clinton. God, these people, man. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. You know what I mean? You get to a certain age, it's like the last thing you want to do when you're at that retirement age is to be like, I'm going to be the most powerful person on the planet. And then don't, don't start that when you're about to retire. Because that's, first of all, it doesn't end well for anyone. You know what I mean? That's not the kind of lifestyle that lends itself to peacefully passing away when you're of old age, natural causes. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. What does happen is somebody just, you know, decides. So it's like you're, somebody just decides to take you down. And it's like you're on a... You're not counting. You've started a countdown. Once you start trying to consolidate power, you've started a countdown. Okay? You started a countdown and and well look at look at China. President for life. <laughs> hey, hey. President for life. Who would want that job for the rest of their life? You know what I mean? Who would want that job for the rest of their life? And not only does that not necessarily mean what you what it sounds like it means it sounds like this guy's going to be a great leader for 40 years do you really think that guy's got 40 years on his life 
No. I hate to answer for you. No. So it's like it's only a matter of time, especially in that environment. You know what I mean? They've got all of those people that it's, just, it's like a constant, they're constantly trying to power grab every, you know, he can't let any of those people get too powerful because they'll, oh, you got to maneuver, do the thing. Yeah. That's, a, that's not a no. That's it. I'm just saying it could be, you know, you, you for president for life could mean you got a week left. Oh, he died. Guess he's not president anymore. Well, what are we going to do now? Well, I'll tell you, anytime you do. So my problem is, I know it's not the people so much. At some point they may do something that I, is like incredibly egregious and, and then I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I really don't like that. But my, my issue that I take with it is that it's ill-formed. The idea is not, it is so ill-formed that, so when the guy's gone, what, is, what does any of these people that are around him propping him up, are they under any illusion that it's going to be like, well, there's a succession. There is no succession. It's going to be a free-for-all. It's going to be chaos, okay? So all you're setting yourself up, all you're doing is setting yourself up for failure in a scenario like that, you know? And it's the reason why we have term limits. So we don't get some joke monkey like Obama or some, you know, weirdo old lady like Hillary. That's why we have term limits. So that they can't do what they were planning to do. And that is they were planning to overthrow the country. I get tired of the ridiculousness. <sighs> These people. But it just keeps coming. So. I guess today. So Sheryl Sandberg, she says, she makes a statement on um, Facebook's targeting of, she's from Facebook, she makes a statement on Facebook's targeting of, of conservatives, and she says, we want people to have good psychological experience. <sighs> okay, so I don't know about you, but um, a good psychological experience doesn't happen online, okay? Especially when you're trying to get people that are manipulating you. That isn't good psychologically. If you're going to go there, if you're, if you're going to, if that's how you're, if that's the estimate or the measure by which you're gauging the interactions, psychological experience, a good, we want people to have a good psychological experience. Get out of here. That is the dumbest. These people are like literally off their hinges, man. They're like a door that's off their, off your rocker. What happened to these people? They all got in the room and they told each other, yep. Okay, guys, huddle up. This is what we're going to do. I need you. I need you to control people's minds. Okay, YouTube, I want you to make sure nobody says tells the truth. Okay, Twitter, if anyone reeks like a conservative, shadow ban them. Okay, ready, everybody? Like, not, not one of those individuals was like, hey, maybe it's, maybe it's good for me not to harm the brand that we've built because, uh, it could hurt the shareholders financially. You know, shareholders, like the people that have invested money into the company. Because in a sense, in a sense, in a group like that, that's acting in concert, they are essentially uh, defrauding their investors. And so... This has opened up this, I don't want to say it's a Pandora's box, but this whole thing, uh, there's another story, the headline reads, Senator warns, uh, after Zuckerberg meeting, no American is going to have any privacy anymore unless we monitor Facebook. Now, 
the truth of the matter is, in this whole thing, and this is the easiest thing to deal with, it's really, really simple, but it requires some work. It requires these people on Capitol Hill to do their job, okay? Facebook, Google, and YouTube, and, and Twitter, they should all have been broken up years ago. These companies should have had all kinds of antitrust, break them up, break them up, okay? Split them up, do the thing, blah, blah, blah. And there sh and these so the lawmakers should have been making laws the entire time. They should have been making laws on how uh, Facebook gets their collects ad revenue, displays ads. There, sh there has to be regulations, not not so much laws, but regulations on the function of the site. And the site definitely shouldn't be. The site should never have anything to say about what people post. Okay. They should never, they should never do that. And they should have, and they should be able to absolve themselves of saying that. It's an easy enough thing to do. It's not hard. It's easy. So, yeah, it's an easy thing to do. Just, you know, set up the computers and walk away. Set up the servers with your website on it and walk away. You know what I mean? It's going to be, make it free for people to sign up. People will sign up. They put their photos on there. They talk to their friends they haven't seen in years. They, they coordinate, you know, family events, do the thing. And it's been working great right up until they went public. <laughs> and now there's big, there's money involved in it. Oh, oh, everybody's dumping money into it. Now all of a sudden they're like, oh, oh yeah. And by the way, we spied on you. But not only did we spy on you, we like gave some of it to people that aren't friendly to you. So we're sorry. <laughs> so we're we're sorry that was Zuckerberg today. Zuckerberg today. That's his big his big thing. Well, I'm, well yeah, we're really uh yeah, fake news. You mean fake people. They got no business making decisions like that. And I think that that um they should be held accountable. They have to be held accountable. Loretta Lynch admits she told Comey to call Hillary email investigation a matter, then throws him under the bus. It's the same sad story. It's a bunch of people who got together and decided to break the law. And you got caught. Such a sad story. And they all got that worried look on their face all the time. Like, well, I, um, uh, uh, what happened? What happened is you, Loretta Lynch, you met a former president whose wife was under investigation. And, yeah, there's absolutely no way you, that that meeting had no influence on you in that matter. And that's what the problem is. You're all in trouble. You all got caught. So, so geez, own up to it. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. But if you didn't do it, who did? You know what I mean? It's not like... It was, it's not like anybody else met with the president, just the attorney general that's investigating his wife. And she says, well, we talked about grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yap. Yap. Doesn't even make any sense. Doesn't even make any sense. All right, I'll take these Secret Service and all the FBI guys and let's get over there. We're going to go over to the hangar and talk to Attorney General. She's here. We're going to go ahead and talk to her real quick. With, with Bill, you never know. Is it hashtag me too? 
Is that a hashtag me too moment? We'll never know unless there's a recording, unless somebody got it on tape. These people really have no idea what happened. They really, I've been talking about it. Those are just my theories, whatever, whatever. It's, it's not tinfoil hat or anything like that. It's just, those are my theories. I'm not telling you that, you know, they did or didn't. I'm just saying it really actually only makes sense that way, that they rigged election, that they, you know, that they've, you know, been caught with all of these, the email matters and, and the investigation and the destruction of, of evidence and, and, and government documents and classified, sending and receiving classified information and they're caught. They got caught doing it. Okay. They got caught. And I get it. I get it. It's not like I'm just like, oh, well, you caught me. Well, shoot. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess I'm guilty. That's not going to happen. You know, they're never going to say that. But it's sad because this is like so, it's so blatantly bad. It's like so incredibly bad. You realize how bad this is. I mean, not, not bad. Like, oh no, the world, what, what's going to happen? No, it's not like that. This is bad in the sense that like these people literally, uh, these people literally just like don't know how to react to the fact that, they, that they're in big trouble. Okay. These are like a bunch of kids that got caught doing something that they weren't supposed to be doing. And they're like, oh, then they're dumbfounded. And like, so the very thing that they're, you know, very first thing that comes to their mind is we got to impeach. We got to get rid of this guy. This guy's got to go. And then we can have Hillary. Like literally, I, man, my Facebook was just full of people who were just like, no, if we get rid of Trump, then we'll have Hillary. Like literally, dude, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Yeah. So much stuff. So I guess the FBI raided the office of Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, at the request of Mueller. And so, so Mueller's not even, oh my God, like he's supposed to be investigating Russian collusion. And like the, this is the best. <laughs> we need to get, so the whole, this whole investigation is going down on behalf of, not, not, not literally, but, but figuratively as a metaphor, they're going down on Stormy Daniels. They're backing Stormy Daniels on this whole thing that she can't even tell the truth on. She can't even say it right with a straight face. And this was a woman who gets paid to lie to people. I mean, she's, you know, she gets paid to be interested in something and then to just exhibition that. And so it's like, what are these guys, uh, these guys at the FBI, Mueller, everybody's all, oh, the, the thing that I, the, the only reason why I want them to shut this special investigation down is because I'm sick and tired of hearing people cry about it. One way or the other, I'm sick of them crying about it. Well, well he's a, Look, this is how desperate these people are, okay? This is how desperate they are. They take the word of a porn star and they go in and raid the office of the guy's lawyer. Then, look, this check and the whole thing that the lawyer gave to Stormy Daniels and had the agreement that she signed and all this other stuff, that was years ago. You know what I mean? That's years ago. Like, nobody ever thought when Trump was starting to do well to bring that out. I mean, if you think about it, that would have killed it. You know what I mean? If this scandal had happened while he was running, well, Hillary may have stood a chance. So this is the, this is hilarious. We, we, the FBI, 
goes into this lawyer's, this attorney's office and they take everything. They go to his house, all the documents. Now they're going through the documents and they're looking for that. They're, uh, there's something behind this Stormy Daniels thing. Come on. The only thing that I could think of that even makes sense that they would even go there out. First of all, it's a slippery slope because if you start interfering in your, in the client and, you know, attorney client privilege, that's privilege. Okay. But if the FBI can successfully go in there and extract whatever information that they want, it violates every other person that that guy was working for. That's what it does. Uh, and it sets a precedence for other people to do that too. <coughs> so you no longer have that, that privacy. See, that's how, that's how dumb these people are. That's how dumb this investigation is. Mueller's an idiot. And he's like, he's, he's just like the Pinocchio. Okay. He's the Pinocchio on the, he, he's the, he, he, you know, Geppetto. Or Stromboli's got him. The puppet master. Sending him up. Look, the FBI raids an office of Trump's lawyer and takes all of his documents to looking into all of his dealings, all of his papers, all of his, everything that they ever thought about together. Like, well, I need to go see my attorney because I think I might be building a building in wherever. It doesn't matter. And perhaps maybe there was one in Moscow that they were thinking about. Perhaps. But it never came to fruition, see? And so since there isn't one, none of us, myself included, has any business knowing if they were thinking about it, if they were probing in that direction, if they talked to somebody, if they didn't talk to somebody, if they had investors, that none of us need to know that. Okay? That's not Russian collusion. Now, if... <laughs> I don't take this whole thing serious. I think it's a huge joke, and I think it's made the FBI a huge joke. And I'm, I think that the FBI is going to be the investigative body that uh, doesn't survive this scandal. I think it's going to bring down the FBI. It's not going to bring down the United States. It's not going to, it's not going to change the United States because what they'll do is they'll fire everyone. The agency will be no more. They'll make a new agency and they'll staff it with new people, proven people. Okay. And they'll get, and that's, that's the only way, but I see, but I foresee that it's the FBI and their actions that cause their, their own, the causes that bureau to crumble on its own. You cannot have corruption and justice. It just, you can't have it. Okay. And it turns out like Rosenstein gave Mueller permission. <laughs> These guys, man, there's just, at the same time, Schumer's all, don't, don't fire Mueller. <laughs> Look, Jeff Sessions is AWOL. He thinks he's like recused out of this whole thing. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that for a second. He can recuse on, well, I got to recuse on that. The guy's not even investigating Russia. He's not even investigating Russia ties anymore. He's investigating a porn star's possible dalliance with a married man. I think we've had enough of the special investigation. That's what I think. Alan Dershowitz. Now, this is a Democrat. I really like this guy. Dershowitz says, Mueller raiding Cohen's office, the deafening silence of the ACLU is appalling. Yeah, because if that had been a Democrat, the ACLU would be all over it. They'd be all over it and, you know, they would, they would be unhinged. 
But since it's Trump, it's somebody they don't like. Well, well, let's see where this goes. I'll allow it. What would you? Man, you guys, that isn't what you do. You do, oh, well, I'm going to allow everyone, I'm going to open the door for everyone's rights to be violated because Trump may have slept with that porn star. And he and his attorney may have discussed the possibility of building a Trump Tower in Moscow. But that's, con see, I, I believe that you're not going to find anything there on that because Trump himself said he doesn't have any dealings with, with anyone in Moscow. And in that type of scenario, you wouldn't, that isn't the type of thing that you would, you know, like, oh, secretly, I, yeah, we did think about it that one time, <laughs> you know, he's, plus he doesn't have an actual building there, okay, and n neither did he send nor receive any money, so you kind of have to come up with something better than that, that the porn star angle let you into that guy, that attorney's office, okay, because that's no good, that's no good. So you got Adam Schiff saying, well, yeah, that's the rule of law. No, that isn't the rule. You're an idiot. God, this guy's got to go. Him and his bug eyes. Get out of here. All these old weirdos, man. They get in there. Oh, oh, they, you get them, they get those like Washington, D.C. blinders on. Like, oh, no, that's not. Look, Jeff Sessions is not going to be the guy. Well, I've successfully taken down Trump and saved the swamp. <laughs> Jeff, no. No, please. Please just know, okay? Neither is it going to be Adam Schiff, especially not Adam Schiff, because I've been like, every time the guy is on a news channel, and it's usually CNN, every time the guy's on a news channel, the guy's like completely wrong in all of his assertions. <laughs> like I, it's to the point where it's like, oh, Adam Schiff, change the channel, because I know he's not gonna, he, there's no substance with this guy. He's not going to, he's not going to give you any substance. Mark Levin, calling for Attorney General Jeff Sessions to step aside. Step aside, Sessions. You better, you better step down now. You done messed up. The right one, Mark Levin, and he, he talks like right in the top of his, top of his palate, the, 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 the upper plate of his mouth. Borderline right in through his nasal cavity. But I don't want to say it's nasal because it stops right at the top, right at his tonsils and like all of that sound it's odd apathetic nasal of nasal of imperfective aspect <laughs> mm. so fun stuff you know fun stuff um i think probably this year is going to see google and and youtube and twitter and facebook have some some new rules and if they don't survive uh, committees, because I, those committees are going to tear these companies apart. They're going to get in there. They're going to find out what they've done. They're going to find out what they've been doing. They're going to find out about all the money. Uh, you know, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't look good. So what I do, what I, this is what I do. I do my podcast and I post it on Telegram. This isn't a commercial. It's just me talking about an app that is extremely useful. Now, at first, I was like, what do I need another messaging app for? What would I need that for? But it turns out, it turns out this app is special, okay? Now, if I want to send a message to somebody using a username without knowing their phone number, they can give me a username, and 
and I can send that to send messages to that person and it pops up on their phone just like uh, a text message would or a Facebook messenger would, right? Well, that's pretty good. And the correspondence between those two phones is encrypted so that only those two people can be a party to that conversation, see? So the other thing that the Telegram app does, first of all, it's available on all the platforms, okay? I run it on both my desktop and my phone. And so unless you have groups, like 10, up to 10,000 people in a group, that's, that's pretty impressive. Uh, and you can also have channels. And so what I do, and so the cool thing about this is it runs on the phone. So like I get all these people who are like, well, I lost all my followers on Twitter. Twitter, you know, messed up, messed up my account. Facebook, Facebook banned me. They don't like conservatives. YouTube, no conservative content on, on YouTube. It's not advertiser friendly. We're going to have to shut you down. Yeah, I got tired of all of that. So I said, man, I need like an app that just goes right to people's phones. But it's got to be able to deliver video and audio and all this other stuff. Files and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Telegram. They did it. They did it. Coolest thing ever. So yeah, it's a, it's a pretty impressive, pretty impressive app. You can send like a 1.5 gigabyte file. And so that's why I go ahead and load these things up. I just, you know, keep popping them up there because I've just put up the channel. And, you know, people can come in and listen and they can subscribe to it and leave and no one keeps track and it's direct to their whatever device they're decided, they decided to operate on and it's pretty slick. It's pretty slick. Um, and it's secure. And if you, like for your messages, your messages disappear. Like, so if I'm sending a person-to-person message, it's not, it's, you can set it to be deleted, self-delete, like after a certain period of time. So there's a small window. It's an added security feature. It's a small window for that person to see that, that message. So it doesn't keep a running dialogue of all your messages. Kind of an important feature, you know, kind of an important feature. And, and they've put it out there and they've made it free. It's free. And I have assurances that they intend to keep it free. So it backs up your phone contacts. It'll do all your phone. You can text people from your, uh, to, and your contacts, all that. You can do all that stuff. You can do all that stuff. <laughs> it's really, it's, it's necessary in a day and age like this. Okay. It's necessary. So that's what I encourage. I encourage that. That's where my podcasts go. Um, I don't have to worry about them being deleted or censored or anything. I just go directly to people. And guess who uh, doesn't get to have an opinion on what I'm saying? That's right. Big tech or the government. <laughs> you can take off the tinfoil hats, guys. You take them off. But uh, I encourage people to do that, most definitely. So... Look into it at least, at least. Think, start thinking ahead of these people, of these idiots, these globalists. Start thinking ahead of them. Just get, go around them. They're shaking hands and smiling with each other and we're going to be the ones. No, you're, you're all running off the cliff, okay? You're all running off the cliff. You make a lot of noise because you're not relevant. Liberals make a lot of noise because they're not relevant. They are literally the party of abortion. <laughs> They're literally the party of absolving people of their, of the consequences of their irresponsibility. It's sad. It is like the absolute saddest thing I have ever seen. It's pathetic. 
really. I have no respect for those people. And I don't have any respect for, I have <laughs> extremely little respect for people in um, these companies who are like, we're a big tech company. I don't care. I, I don't care who you are. You got no business telling anybody what to think. You know? Every time these guys get these <laughs> social media, every time they, they burn it. They, they build it all up and it's working and everything's good. And they've, you know, they couldn't even, you know, make a list of all the positive things, positive things that it's done. It's done all these great things. And then they're just like, all right, we're going to take over the world. No, no. Now, now you've gone beyond your original successful idea into an idea that'll just end you in, up in prison and penniless. <laughs> but you don't. Yeah, have any concept of what, wait, wait, what? Oh, I was doing something wrong. Yes. Yeah, selling people's private information to third parties. Not only that, some of those third parties were like the Chinese government. Get out of here. Get out. Boy, I tell you what, an apology is not going to help you this time. It's not going to, I'm sorry, isn't going to cut it. It's just not. Okay. So save it, save the apology because you did something that you knew you weren't supposed to do. Okay. You did, you did something that was completely unethical. Like in any profession, okay, in any profession, something that was completely unethical. And so you've broken that trust. But worse than breaking the trust, you've endangered people, see. And for that, I'm sorry, but there's no, <laughs> there's nothing you can say or do that's going to be like, oh, you know what? He seems sincere. He seems really sincere. He apologized. He apologized. Okay. No, that's... <laughs> Sorry, but that's not good enough. That isn't good enough. And, you know, it's probably worse than I even can describe it right now, and we'll find out. But that's what I'm... <laughs> I mean, it, that thought entered all of these people's minds. Like, yeah, okay, let's do that, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, you're going to rig elections and break the laws and, you know, totally flaunt the laws and then go worry about whether you're going to hang for it? Yeah, yeah. Rule of law, man. The actual rule of law. Not what this joke monkey Adam Schiff is like, yep, that's legal. No. Going in and, and scooping up all the documents of, a, of an attorney for the President of the United States is not legal. Not only is it not legal, it's unconstitutional. Not only is it unconstitutional, but it's unethical and immoral. You never should have done that because you set a dangerous precedence by making it so that no one can have uh, fair, legitimate access to... Uh, appropriate res representation in, in a court of law. So, so you're all pigs, PIGs, you're pigs, and you should run off the cliff, okay? That's what you deserve for you to just do that. And it appears that that's what you guys are doing anyway, so I don't even really have to say, they don't have to say it, but you guys are really pigs. Liberals are pigs. These globalists, they're pigs. They've ruined Europe, mostly. Uh, they've taken money from people. They've done this whole pay-to-play thing. They're pigs. All of them are pigs. And, and I typically try, as, you know, extremely hard to not uh, call people names. But after all of the stuff that I'm seeing now that these people have done over the last eight years, more, 16, maybe even 20 years, these people are pigs. And everything that they do is done so that they can corner this, this power so that no one else can have it. 
so that they're the ones in charge. That is not in the Constitution. That's not, that is not what this country was founded on, and that isn't what makes this country great. The freedom and the liberties is what makes this country great. The ability for someone of any status to be able to come in and operate legally and, and, and prosper and possibly become wealthy and successful. And you guys have taken it like to this thing, this degree where it's like, well, that's not good enough. We all got to work together to make sure that nobody else gets any. That's the, that's the problem with you guys. It's the competition that drives the whole thing. And if you consolidate all of the power, you lessen the amount of competition and you lessen other people's ability to participate. By lessening other people's ability to participate, you end up paying for it. You end up paying for them to be there. And so all of your ideas are dumb. You're all pigs and, and you're dirty. You're dirty. You're just gross and dirty. It's bad. It's bad. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one. I'm not gonna let it just. You know. Well, it's just so bad that I'm. I gotta keep talking about it. No, I don't. Everybody knows. It's not. It's not a big secret. You guys are a joke. You're just like the. You're the joke on the whole world. <laughs> you played your practical joke on the whole world, and now it's over, and the joke's on you. So yeah, I could see. I can see how you guys are just like, oh, what are we going to do? I get it. If I were you, I'd be scared too. If I were you, I'd be scared too. Because none of your ideas were, they weren't worth anything. You know, there's a few people uh, that I've seen that have, so like in Canada, for example, one of the problems that you have there in their system, and they like to mimic the things that are happening in the United States because they see that there's um, huge potential for, uh, growth and prosperity. And so they try to, they try to mimic that as best they can under the system that they have. So one of the things that's the problem with Canada's politic is that, um, efficiency, they can have some very, very talented people and highly, uh, expert people that they select to put in these positions, these ministerial positions. And they're so effective that, but the, but they they lack the uh, they lack the actual power to affect a positive change to affect a positive outcome. So they're they're so each one of those really talented individuals is compartmentalized so that their their department is maxed out. They're going to do that job the best of their ability, which requires large amounts of money. Okay, it's the same problem uh, that we have here in the United States where. Um, the government ends up paying $600 for a, for a $30 toilet seat. And it's the same problem when um, state uh, entities end up having to submit their budget for the next year, and their budget always increases as the time goes on. There's always an increase in the budget, and the reason is is because if they don't ask for it this year, they won't have it next year. And it's it's been operating on this cycle of of asking for more funds every every time around. And now the funds that they're talking about are exorbitant amounts of money. And nobody wants to get caught in that. And especially like teachers unions, for example, like all of a sudden, you know, all these schools are really crappy. The schools are crappy. They, they have less, you know, there's no music program over here. There's no sports program over there. So the schools are now, you know, becoming really, really garbage. But if you start talking about where the money's going, the teachers unions, oh, we're striking. Oh, you don't, you don't take it, tell us we're, give us more money. We don't get paid enough for this. It's like, yeah, you kind of do. That's a $30,000 a year job. 
and they don't they they never think about it in the terms of why am I only making thirty thousand dollars at this job when I can go and start up an online course and you know there's there's hoops to jump through but you can teach online and what are you talking about thirty thousand dollars man I mean you can teach a thousand students with one online teacher you know <laughs> this isn't rocket science you know it's not like well, well, the kids got to have the hands-on. Yeah, but that doesn't cost all the kinds of money. I mean, if we X out most of those teachers, you had the money for it. You had the money for the programs. Put the money into the programs, not all these bullcrap, you know, uh, gender classes and garbage. Reprogramming society to be, oh, we're going to be socialists. We're, oh, you know what? The communist ideal. Get out of here. None of that stuff works. None of that stuff works, but they're all programmed. And even the teachers are programmed because they got a, they got their union telling them, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not with us, you're against us. Well, I've seen this kind of stuff before and in gangs, you know, you can't leave the gang or the mafia, the organized crime. You can't leave. You Once you're in, you're in, you're always in. You never, you never get to leave. There's only one way out. <laughs> Weak people do that. Now, I'm not saying that, um, yeah, there was a time when unions were a positive thing because they solved the problem. The problem was is that the workers were not represented uh, in, in a way that was going to keep their employers honest so their employers would take advantage of them. And I've seen employers that do take advantage of their workers. And through a combination of unions or, you know, uh, state and federal law, there's limits on how far that can go. But if you work in a factory, okay, and you're getting a raw deal uh, in your in your job as a you know factory worker, you know who do you. <laughs> it's quite an ordeal to get a remedy for any type of issue that you run into. It's an ordeal, and so I can see why people you know would say why the um, unions are appealing. The problem is that the unions take your dues, and they collect all those dues forcefully. They make you do it, or otherwise you don't get to work there. And then they turn around and donate all of that money to uh, the Democratic Party. And so then they're in, so they're part of the problem. They're not, they're part of, one solution is part of another problem. Does that make sense? I don't know. None of it makes sense, really, because they're all pigs. <laughs>